Hey guys, welcome to another interesting webinar from Zeroda Educate. Today's webinar is on a very special topic. It is about cash management for traders and investors. Uh, let me set the context here. Imagine you have just squared off a trade or sold an investment position. Towards this sale, you will get the cash credit, which kind of stays idle in your trading account till you spot the next trading opportunity. Now there is a big problem here. Idle cash in your trading account can be a source of great distraction. It kind of seduces you to take up trades which are not really worth betting on. This is the gambling instinct working at a subconscious level for the traders or investors. From whatever I've seen, trades taken on gambling instincts leads, usually leads to a very disastrous outcome. Now, instead of feeling compelled to take this trade, what if you could park your cash in a relatively risk-free investment which earns you a decent return? I'm talking about the option of investing in a liquid ETF here. This is an amazing option for traders. Once a trade is squared off, they simply have to park the proceeds in a liquid ETF where the funds will instantly start generating a passive return. Now, um, now the best part is that you can keep this investment going till you find your next trading opportunity. Once you do, you simply have to sell the units and use the proceeds to trade. So in a sense, this works as good as cash in your account. To talk more about this, we have Anil Ghelani from DSP Mutual Fund. Anil has been working with DSP Group since 2003 and is currently the head of passive investment and products. So a very warm welcome to you, Anil. Thanks for doing this webinar for us. It'll be really nice if you can kindly take us through the basics and help us understand how the liquid ETF market works and uh, eventually help our traders understand how they can use this instrument to manage cash. Over to you now. Sure, great. First of all, thank you very much for the very kind introduction and for this wonderful setup that you have done. It's my great uh, privilege to be in front of all the Zerodha clients and users and talk about this particular product. I think it's a very unique product and it will be very useful to the investors into the equity markets through Zerodha. I'll try and divide it in two parts. First section, I'll try to define how the liquid ETF can be used. So today, let's say, for example, there is a particular sell trade initiated by the investor. And let's say for simplicity's sake, we sell stocks worth 10 lakh rupees. On the same day itself, through the Zerodha trading account, I punched the sale order of the uh, securities and back to back of the equivalent amount, I will punch a buy order of DSP liquid ETF. So what happens is that both orders go through the stock exchange settlement mechanism uh, on the clearing house. And on a net basis, the security, the shares that I have sold go out of my DMAT account. The payment proceeds instead of coming as a cash in lying in my bank account will automatically get allocated towards the purchase of the DSP liquid ETF and the DSP liquid ETF will commence it in my DMAT account. And from the day in which the credit happens, the previous day NAV starts getting accrued and hence my investment starts earning me returns from that particular day itself. So there is no slippage of even a single day or my money lying idle. And it's the most efficient way of managing cash and making sure my money is 
earning returns even while i am now thinking of the next stock idea to identify and buy another fresh round of investments let's say that takes another 10 days 15 days or let's say uh, a month and after that i realize that yes out of this 10 lakhs now i got a good idea and i want to buy 7 lakh worth of xyz another stock in the interim for the entire period the dsp liquid etf has accrued its returns and your money has not remained idle you are comfortably earning the uh, uh, dividends on that and now when you try to take the next purchase of the shares at that point of time you have to do the simple trade in the reverse order that you will go ahead and buy the equity shares let's say for example worth 7 lakhs as we said and parallelly in the same trading terminal through the zerodha platform you will sell the dsp liquid etf worth that much amount of 7 lakh rupees so here what will happen now the sale proceeds of dsp liquid etf instead of getting a back into your bank account it will get adjusted against the equity shares worth 7 lakhs that you have purchased so both get set off against each other and now the dsp liquid etf worth 7 lakhs will move out of your demat account and the new equity shares that you have purchased for your investment will come and sit in your account in its place another important thing to keep in mind is that during this entire period the units of dsp liquid etf which are kept in your demat account are marginable securities with both the nsc and bsc so what i mean by that is that even if one would need the particular amount to be placed as a margin for taking any positions or for settling any cash obligations etc depending on your requirement one can also use the units of dsp liquid etf as a marginable security for the purpose of your trading uh now i'll go to the second part of the discussion as to what the dsp liquid etf can give you returns potential very simply put the liquid etf is a particular product which invests in overnight assets or overnight securities so at any given point of time if you see the interest rates that are prevalent in the overnight money market let's say uh, today if you see as per the general trends any anywhere between 6.25 to 6.5 is the rate of return for a overnight asset like we commonly track what the overnight lending rate is from the reserve bank of india like a repo reverse repo rate so in the actual lending market typically the rate of return is roughly in the range of similar type of a level let's say anywhere between 6 to 6.5% so the returns profile expected from the dsp liquid etf at any given point of time will be very closely aligned to what returns you see in the overnight lending market or in very easy terms one can visit through the uh, zerodha platform itself or through general a uh, 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 search on the ccl website where you see the overnight lending rates so at any point of time most of the instances will result in a return which is much higher than a return that you would have earned in a routine savings bank account let's say typically savings bank account would give 3 3.5% uh, annualized rate of rate interest whereas the overnight rate of deployment currently as i mentioned would be anywhere in the range of 6 to 6.5% from the taxation perspective the liquid etf is treated in the form of a mutual fund investing in liquid securities so the full level of the taxation like any liquid mutual fund is applicable but the 
amounts are paid to the investor in the form of a dividend so at the dividend payment level itself the amount is reduced by the mutual fund and we pay it in the form of a dividend distribution tax so net of tax the amount is received by the investor which is technically then a tax free income so there is no hassle of computing how much returns i have gained or how much dividend i have received and then calculating a tax liability on that whatever you receive in your account is already tax paid at the inception itself while the dividend is declared so it's very convenient in that sense that we don't have to look at the income coming in and compute some tax on it it's a dividend income dividend income in the hands of the receiver is tax free of course this i'm just saying in a very broad context and i urge you to take very official income tax guidance from your tax consultant but just this is in the context of the overall simplicity of the product i'm describing the tax treatment now i'll take it to the other aspect of where this particular investment is made by our fund and for that i would like to now take a few minutes to go through a brief presentation that i have prepared in the recent times in the money market uh, uh, area there has been a change whereby the reserve bank of india has phased out the overnight security which was earlier known as cblo many of you might be familiar with this term cblo has been there for the past more than a decade or so which is mainly used for the overnight lending and borrowing of any particular surplus cash now cblo has been replaced and it has been uh, a new security has been introduced which is called as traps tri party repo so i'll now use this one brief presentation to describe to you what this traps is all about and while of course it's not something which is very complex thing it's very similar but it's something interesting something new instrument has been introduced in the money market less than a month ago so i thought i'll take this opportunity to discuss about traps as a new instrument in the money market sure that's going to be interesting great so just give me a minute i am opening my presentation for the sure, uh, sure. audience to uh, look at it in a more detailed way sure okay so now i i hope everybody can see this uh, slide in front of me i will use this slide more as a structure or a base of my discussion but otherwise i'll keep it very free flowing and very open and after that we'll also take any questions that any of the participants have most certainly i'll happy to do that sure so to start with i'll just highlight what exactly is the meaning of a repo like i mentioned this is a traps is a short form for the tri party repo so repo is basically everybody is uh, very closely following the monetary policy by the reserve bank so repo is a very commonly used word so everybody is aware but just i'll take a brief minute to formally explain that repo is a short form for repurchase agreement so what happens in a repo is that there are two counterparties one is a borrower one is a lender so the borrower let's say for example is a particular bank or a particular entity who needs some kind of a uh, requirement of a cash so they'll say okay hey the dsp you have got surplus cash lying in your dsp liquid etf can you lend that to me for a day yes okay certainly take this and in lieu of that cash i have lent to you you give me some securities which you have in your portfolio which will act as a collateral for me 
Okay, so if you see on slide number two, there is a the first leg where the borrower takes the cash that you see in the green arrow. In lieu of that, they give some securities as a collateral or as a margin. These securities are very closely reviewed by the CCIL, and there is a list of acceptable securities. Currently, they are only government bonds or securities issued by the government of India. So very high credit quality securities without any fear of any kind of a default on those instruments. So the cash is given to the borrower in lieu of the securities with suitable haircut. So let's say, for example, 100 crores is given to the borrower, possibly in return of securities which have market value worth, let's say, for example, 125 crore. Now, in the next day, second leg, what will happen is that, okay, the borrower will only repay me my cash back along with the accrued interest on it. So say, for example, take this 100 crore, sir, along with the 6.5% interest accrued on it. And in lieu of that, whatever securities you had taken from me, now you release that and give it back to me. Fair enough. Yes, you had given me cash. I borrowed it. Now take your cash back, give my securities back. So in the second leg, I am returning the securities. What is a tripartite repo? In the same thing, but here, instead of me taking a counterparty risk, or looking at who that particular borrower is, whether the borrower has a credit worthiness, where is his office, his or her office located, whether she will be able to uh, uh, be available tomorrow on the phone, hey, okay, tomorrow 10 o'clock, take the securities back, give me my cash. So instead of that, there is a now tripartite agent in the center. So if you look on slide number three, exactly the same flow, but in between, we have now introduced a tripartite agent. So the role of this tri-party agent is to act as the intermediary between the lender, let's say, for example, DSP liquid ETF and the borrower, maybe who is a bank or any other institution who needs the funds. And the tri-party agent creates a electronic platform whereby this entire exchange of cash and security takes place and they have a settlement guarantee mechanism in place. What I mean by that is that after I've lent my money today, for whatever reason, tomorrow morning, the borrower is busy, not available, does not able to pay, or whatever it can be. The tri-party agent steps into the picture that, don't worry, your obligation is safe and take this is the amount due to you. So that makes the entire platform anonymous between the two counterparties. Means I am not concerned with the particular individual borrower because the tri-party agent is there as a counterparty who will ensure the settlement guarantee takes place. So it acts as a much more efficient risk management also from our perspective as a lender. Why this is important to focus on that when your money, which as the colleagues from uh, Zerodha mentioned, Karthik and team, that yes, it is being packed with DSP liquid ETF, where we are investing it. So that needs to be clear so that you feel very comfortable that that money is invested through this robust platform where there is a tri-party agent who is ensuring a settlement guarantee. Okay. Now, what is this traps? Basically, it becomes like an anonymous order matching system. It's an electronic platform wherein lenders like us will post our requirement that, okay, I am willing to lend today 500 crores, 100 crores at X percentage lending rates. And on the other end of the anonymous platform, there will be some borrowers who will say, okay, today I need 50 crores, today I need 200 crores. And the orders get matched on an anonymous basis. Something similar to what all of us are very used to as an anonymous order matching platform on the NSC or BSC that there is a buyer, there is a seller and the platform matches that very similar to that. 
and here instead of the nsc's clearing house or bsc's clearing house the clearing house is the ccil the clearing corporation of india limited ccil is a very strong counterparty and they have a very strong backing and they ensure that the eligible securities placed as collateral are only the gsecs or the government securities what i mentioned earlier so as of today the tripartite repo as i mentioned started just about a month and a half back on 5th of november the traps platform has got created and set up and the cblo has got phased out so i thought it's a important information and interesting thing to be aware of that what the traps is and in the last next slide slide number 5 i'll just highlight that who are the key participants so typically who uses this tripartite repo like as we look at the overall money market and the systemic liquidity typically the entities who need the funds could be any domestic institutional investors dii's as we think of it it could be a bank it could be a insurance company it could be a nbfc it could be any pd primary dealers or it could be any other corporate entity who needs funds and typically speaking who would be the lender yes it could be any other bank also who has got surplus cash on that day it could be mutual funds like us like the dsp liquid etf or any other dsp mutual fund typically who has got surplus cash for any xyz mutual fund most of the times they act as the typical lenders in the money market likewise any other entity like whether it could be insurance or nbfc who has got surplus cash will become the lender and the traps as we discussed and the nature of the product is such that typically speaking it's traded on a overnight basis so the typical duration of the traps is overnight that today i have lent the money tomorrow it will come back to me with the respective interest accrued on it okay technically speaking the traps platform has been created to enable securities at the most up to one year 365 days but typically about 99% of the volume seen in the traps market is a overnight whether it could be one day let's say today monday over tuesday or if it is done on friday then it's typically three calendar days because it will be friday over monday but it's still in the overnight context that yes for a one days purpose i am lending my cash so uh, it's something similar to how you see in a let's say nifty 50 long dated option contract that the near month contract is the most active right everybody is familiar with that but technically the nifty 50 options contract goes all the way down to 3 years 4 years further right there are at any given point of time two contracts like a june and a december contract available so today also if you want a 2021 contract of the nifty 50 let's say you want to buy a put option you will get june 2021 and december 2021 contracts available and listed and traded on the national stock exchange ticker but you will see very low volumes over there similarly in the traps typical activity and the volumes is on the overnight but up to 365 days type of a enabler is created on the platform now the key advantages of the tripartite repo over the earlier version which was cblo is that the cblo was resulting in a different approach whereby the securities were simply blocked at the end of the borrower as a kind of a uh, escrow or a kind of a control whereas here in the traps now or the tripartite repo is the actual exchange of the securities that the borrower has to part with the securities give it to the lenders side and hence it creates a much more robust framework it creates a much more higher level of comfort in the entire ecosystem and there is another 
aspect of the regulatory borrowing that the funds that are borrowed under the tripartite repo are exempt from the CRR and SLR computation. So for the large banks, they have certain obligations versus RBI on CRR and SLR. So this particular traps related borrowing are exempt from that particular CRR and SLR computation. And on the other side, the eligible securities acquired under the tripartite repo, if I'm the lender, I acquire their securities from the borrower. So those are eligible securities under SLR because they are all government bonds. So not relevant from day-to-day -day perspective, but many of you might be in general otherwise analyzing banking stocks, you know, as a part of your investment universe, where you are very closely tracking the bank's CRR ratio, SL, CRR and SLR ratio, and how it impacts the profitability of the bank's balance sheet. So just wanted to introduce that aspect also in the discussion that this is a traps which is a much more superior from both the lender as well as borrower's perspective from the CRR SLR perspective as well. And it ensures a better visibility of the collateral. So to sum up, the benefits of this traps or the tripartite repo is that it has a high level of liquidity. So it provides the platform to invest the overnight cash for both for you as a individual investor, you can invest that into the DSP liquid ETF. And for the fund DSP liquid ETF, it can seamlessly participate in this platform and provide the ability to invest the cash on a overhead basis for smooth managing of the liquidity. From a risk perspective, it's very, very low risk because the tripartite repo is backed by equal and more of collateral, which is government securities, and the CCL acts as the central counterparty. So it results into very low risk for the lending. The trades which are done, the land trades, can be borrowed against, uh, set off against the borrowed trades. So that squaring of trades also enables a very efficient mechanism. And the last point, as we discussed earlier, it is a superior product from a risk management perspective because the actual collateral is visible and coming into the borrower's control. So that makes it even more better from the comfort perspective. Now in the last slide, slide number eight, maybe I'll just reiterate actually what I discussed earlier about the DSP liquid ETF, that this particular liquid ETF invests in the tripartite repo on the, this new TRAPS platform that we just discussed. And hence, to summarize once again, that the DSP liquid ETF becomes a very ideal avenue for capital market investors and participants like yourselves who are wanting to park idle funds in the most convenient way without having the hassle of removing the funds from your bank account, parking it in some alternate NAV like a bank fixed deposit, and then trying to break the fixed deposit again, bring it back. So you're in a very seamless way without leaving the DP, DP or the depository participant and the ecosystem of the Zero Dart trading platform. You can just press another button and trade through your DSP liquid ETF like any other security on the NSC or BSC, and your idle funds will get parked in a very low risk asset and the settlement both sides while purchasing and while selling your equity shares will seamlessly and smoothly get sorted out by the corresponding trades in the liquid ETF. And friends, if you look at the DSP liquid ETF counter, if right now you are in front of your uh, screen on the parallel, just you can uh, take, uh, put the code uh, it's called liquid ETF as the mnemonic. You'll find the two-way course of both sides, the buying and selling, always available on this counter, whether on BSC or on NSC, of sufficient unit at very narrow spread. So there is no risk. Sometimes people have this 
concept that well etfs sometimes get misprice but here there is a stable constant level of 1000 rupees of the dsp liquid etf that will be at all days the fair value of the security and the market making two way course will be at 1 paisa plus and minus so 999.99 and 1000.01 means 1 paisa minus and 1 paisa plus at all points of time you will see sufficient depth and liquidity available on the counter so it's very easy to uh execute your trades without having any worry of any mispricing going out of the hand so it's a important aspect to keep in mind as a convenient avenue for parking your temporary funds and as we see in the last slide on slide number 9 how the actual trade would happen that your sell order of a security gets done on day t on day t plus 1 the stocks move from a demand account and day t plus 2 the net sell proceeds get get credited to your margin account but instead of that in a liquid etf as we saw on the same day basically you sell the stock and buy your liquid etf so on day t plus 1 as the stock will go out next day day t plus 2 directly the units of dsp liquid etf and will come and get credited into your demand account instead of the cash coming into your bank and your daily returns in the form of daily dividend will start accruing till as karthik mentioned you identify your next buy position and seamlessly at that point of time simply sell your liquid etf and buy that new stock so with that i would like to end my discussion right now but i would now like to in fact open up for any kind of questions that have come through and uh, try my best to have a very engaging discussion uh, as a two way conversation now thank you very much yeah uh, anil thank you so much that was a very well rounded presentation so i think it covers most of the questions that have come in but uh, i would like to ask you a couple of uh, uh, questions if you could kindly you know uh, help us uh, with answers for those sure of right? course definitely yeah, yeah. Uh, so one of the questions that has come in is about the risk aspect yeah so i understand there is an overnight fund that uh, overnight uh, market you deal with but yes. um, how would uh, the liquid etf you know uh, perform a function uh, on a day like when we have an ilfs kind of situation in the market when there is so much uh, mistrust among lenders and borrowing uh, borrowers uh, you know uh, going about so how would these uh, how would this fund react uh, how has it done historically and sure, what sure. what are your thoughts yeah so let me try to uh, go back to what we just discussed that what happens in a overnight security when we lend the money through the traps market from the dsp liquid etf the entire amount is given out as a securitized lending so what right. i mean by that is that there is a central counterparty which is ccil they are guaranteeing the entire platform so the borrower has placed enough and more collateral in the form of government bonds so let's say the borrower i don't even bother really or i don't even come to know who is the borrower it's an anonymous trading right. platform Today, let's say if through the zero the platform, let's say on the BSC exchange, I buy fifty uh, thousand units of a fifty thousand shares of XYZ Limited. I don't see who is the seller of that fifty thousand shares and whether end of the day BSC will be able to give me whole fifty thousand delivery. That's none of your concern. Here, that's the benefit that we are not taking any position on a particular company or a particular uh, borrower. it's a position which is a securitized lending 
that there is a government security worth, as I said in the earlier example, let's say worth 125 crores placed by the borrower with CCIL. In view of that, CCIL has given that borrower lending capability of borrowing capability up to 100 crores. Right. So right. When, let's say my 100 crores is given to that counterparty. Even if something goes wrong the next day, mm -hmm. CCIL can simply sell those 125 crore worth of government bonds and fulfill your obligation. Easily raise 100 crores and fulfill my obligation. Got it. Got it. Fair, fair enough. Fair your enough. investor's money, any zero das client's money, which has come to DSP Liquid ETF, has been packed through this traps platform. In that sense, we'll have a very high level of comfort that yes, it's a very comfortable uh, lending I have done. Got it. Got it. Actually, this leads me uh, to the next question that has come in. So, um, see, uh, CBLO was what was existing for this long. Uh, TREPS is a recent phenomena, right? Yes. Now, um, one of the aspects you spoke about was the anonymity in the whole uh, tripartite with the whole uh, tripartite agent. Now. Although in terms of uh, you know monetary wise, rupee value wise, this is a big market. Uh, but in terms of number of participants, uh, I think it's a fairly small market in India, right? Because there are only certain number of uh, institutional players who can uh, participate here, right? So uh, does anonymity really play an important part? I'm, I'm, I mean, if someone's borrowing to some extent. Uh, you guys would probably know whom the money is going to, right? Yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll take it in other way. Okay. In fact, I feel the anonymity of the platform is the key aspect. Okay. Like today, as I mentioned, if I would know on my zero the platform that I put a buy order of 50,000 shares of XYZ Limited, mm -hmm. and who is the seller, right? Is the promoter selling? Is Mr. X selling? Is Mr. Karthik selling? Right. Then I, right. I have another angle in my mind. Oh, why Mr. Karthik is selling? That means there is something, I mean, Right. And, and whether Mr. Karthik, oh, I know he never even had 50,000 shares. How is he going to give me the delivery of 50,000 shares? Is he going to be short and then he'll go to sec lending market to borrow the security? Mm -hmm. But I don't worry about all that, right? I just play my investment view that yes, I want to buy 50,000 shares, anonymous trading platform. Got it. Same way over here in yeah. the overnight lending market, yeah. very, very deep market. Optically, as a retail investor like you and me and most of our viewers of this particular webinar, optically we feel that yes, it's a very small market, but practically it's a very big market. Just right, imagine like right. entire spectrum of all the commercial banks, entire spectrum of all the NBFCs, mutual funds, insurance companies on a daily basis, roughly about 1 lakh crore, 90,000 to 1 lakh crores worth of overnight lending borrowing happens on the TRAPS platform. Right. Right, right. So right. just the sheer volume of about one lakh crore spread across yeah. so many counterparties, it just gives a context of the depth of the market. Right. So one need not really worry that it's a shallow market or less number of players. Yes, right. there are large players and large institutions. Mm -hmm. Typically, all the institutions are regulated entities. Like for example, bank is very closely regulated by RBI. Or mutual right. funds or were regulated very closely by the SEBI or insurance company very closely regulated by the IRDA. So most of the participants, in fact, are all very closely regulated DIIs or large institutional investors. Got it. So that makes it even more healthy platform yeah. to participate. That yes, I mean, apart from the anonymity, it's very comfortable that without knowing that oh, which particular bank or who is currently surplus in cash or less in cash, I'm able to 
lend freely. True, true. That that's uh, yeah. I got your point on anonymity. So it kind of uh, does not induce any sort of subjectivity to the lender or the borrower. Absolutely. So, uh, otherwise, which may just lead to biases. Yes, uh, exactly. And, yeah. and to uh, last point that uh, as an investor, your money is fully uh, collateralized. That is the key aspect of it. True, true, true. Hey, uh, one last question uh, before sure. we wrap this up, uh, Anil. Um, so clearly, when when you as a you know lender, uh, you of course with tripartite uh, agent there, you no longer. I'm assuming you no longer have any sort of credit risk. But um, would you be using, uh, you know, the recently introduced MyBoy futures to hedge away whatever risk you see uh, in terms of uh, you know? Um, Credit risk that you may uh, experience. Uh, would such an instrument be of any use to you? See, I'll be very frank that okay. in this product, the DSP Liquid ETF, mm -hmm. I don't need to hedge away any risk because technically True. I have extremely low risk left at all in the portfolio because I'm lending overnight. Right. So I run virtually very very low interest rate risk because even if interest rate were to move significantly against my favor. I already, I already locked my money. I mean, today, right? So okay. no matter what happens, I will not have a mark to market on my exposure. Right, right. Typically, in, in, let's see, even if I have a duration uh, risk, uh, interest rate risk of, let's say, one month, okay. and if the interest rate moves against me, I might okay. have a little bit mark to market impact, yeah, right? Yeah, because yeah. even on that one month duration, slight bit of a downside can be created if suddenly the rates move significantly higher. True. But here, I have given money for only one day. So even if the interest rate moves higher tonight, suddenly some RBI announcement or some global event happens, let's say at 4.30 in the evening. But then tomorrow, anyways, my entire asset is going to come back and get repriced at that particular interest rate level. So yeah. I'm virtually very, very low risk involved. Yeah. So there is nothing left to hedge out, basically. True. So True. In a product like DSP Liquid ETF, we would not typically need mm -hmm. to hedge out any risk. But yes, you are absolutely right that mm -hmm. there have been good instruments which have now become much more active and available in the marketplace if one were to have the need to hedge out their uh, risk exposures. Sure. Maybe, maybe that can be an interesting topic. I mean, you, you since you raised it for a, a separate webinar where we can Absolutely. discuss how this new, like how you raised a very timely basis. Yes, traps, it has come out new just one month back. Let's showcase it to our users like that. This is also new uh, and very interesting uh, uh, tool and definitely it can be useful, but not for this product. It, it, let the investors be comfortable. It's a very simple and straightforward thing where their surplus cash, as you said at the very beginning, which is available and lying idle till the time the next big stock idea is uh, researched and bought out. Let that surplus cash be kept in a very comfortable and a very uh, safe manner in a liquid, most liquid asset which can be available in the most convenient manner. Yeah, that, that makes absolute sense, Anil. And as we speak, I'm actually looking at the two-way quote for liquid ETF. I see nearly, uh, you know, two and a half lakh bids and nearly close to about four lakh offers. So there is deep liquidity yeah. there. Absolutely. So I think there's nothing much for uh, traders or investors to worry about. Absolutely. So Absolutely. on that and note, that, even we have, my, I have a strong team on the desk let, yeah. uh, uh, who, who are constantly tracking this. I've got two colleagues, Mihir Shirgaonkar is there, and Gauri Sekaryat. They're experts right. in, in their thing and daily 
ongoing basis they are tracking the counters so if at all like you mentioned two lakh three lakh unit is there yeah. suppose right now as we speak some user is seeing and say let me try and put one lakh units as right. soon as the one lakh is hit they will immediately replenish the order further so at so given point of time it's a very live monitoring that they are doing so even right. if there is buffer reducing immediately it's get it, it gets uh, buffered up so that's amazing so that that's an aspect of market making there right so on that note anil thank you so much for uh, taking time off i'm sure this was a very educative uh, webinar to all our clients uh, including me so hope to see you guys uh, soon again or for another webinar good luck thank, thank you it was my pleasure to be on zerota platform and i look okay. forward to any other such initiatives or any such themes or topics that your users might find interesting thanks 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 so much anil good okay. luck yeah good. bye bye